Welcome to the Radical Left Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Emmeline. And this is episode 11. Yeah, and today we're doing another viewer suggestion. Yes, we are. The Alt-Right Pipeline. Yes. Which, Which. honestly, I didn't exactly know what that was until I looked it up and then I realized that I did know what that was. Yeah, me either. I was, like, kind of confused, but then Emma was like, oh, it's this. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, I've currently got a Wikipedia article pulled up right now. Just so I can get my facts straight, because I know they care a lot about that. But, um, yeah, basically, this kind of ties into last week's episode a little mm-hmm. bit, because a couple of the alt-right, like, radical alt-right, like, content creators very much, like, are like, man, man, manly. Yeah. Brr, you know? So. Very manly, yes, and that kind of draws the men more i guess to like be more relatable because men you know mm-hmm. okay and then i was reading through this article before we started recording and this part made me giggle okay members of the alt-right refer to this radicalization process as taking the red pill in reference to the method of immediately achieving great greater awareness in the matrix bars so they think the matrix is real they, they're like that's real they watch The Matrix and they're like, this is a documentary. You guys have never seen The Matrix. Me either. But they're like, this is a documentary. <laughs> that's hilarious to me. Yeah. That's very Andrew Tate, that statement. Because I think um, in the Danny Gonzalez video I watched about him, I think he talks about, like, or showed a clip of him being like, you gotta es- escape The Matrix. There's snot running down my face. <clears throat> I think he talks about, you gotta, like, escape The Matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, and... Especially with social media nowadays, I've noticed it, like, more. I know that Andrew Tate was, like, instantaneous very much. Because I remember, like, he was, like, there. And then people, like, people were talking about him a little bit. And then, like, everybody was talking about him. And, like, people were, like, starting to become his, like, fans. And I was like, how the fuck? He's literally a sex trafficker. Yeah. I feel like people, like, skim over that. It goes right over their little heads. He literally sex traffics. But it's... Neither here nor there. Um, so I guess that's an example of yeah the alt-right pipeline. If you aren't aware of what the alt-right pipeline is, I feel like we should explain this first. Yeah. But um, it basically is the process of radicalizing individuals through the internet. So, like, Andrew Tate was a very good example, right? which is why I think we were talking about him, but we didn't, like, explain it. So it didn't... Re- Anyways, but, like, just... Being like, oh, I agree with that. And then slowly moving them more towards, like, um, anti-feminism, white supremacy, shit like that. Like, a bunch of yes. just really problematic stuff. So at first, with Andrew Tate, it was just kind of like, a lot of men were like, oh, I can kind of relate with, like, blah, blah, blah. And then so they kind of, like, started watching his videos and, like, watching him. And then it, like, turned into this giant thing. Of, like, hating women. And it happened very quick, which was kind of kind of scary. Yeah. So, I guess I'll, we can read out the Wikipedia definition. The alt-right pipeline is a conceptual model regarding internet radicalization toward the alt-right movement. It describes a phenomenon in which consuming anti-feminist or anti-SJW social justice warrior content increases exposure to the alt-right or similar right-wing extremism through algorithmic bias in online communities. So basically kind of similar to like 
um, like if you watch a certain thing on like TikTok Talk or YouTube, it's gonna recommend you stuff that's similar to it. And like eventually you'll get down this like rabbit hole. And that's basically what's happening is like mm-hmm. people will go down this rabbit hole of like, oh, I agree with this. Let me like it. And then they'll see another one that's a little more extreme. And they'll be like, oh, I agree with this. Let me like it. And then slowly it's kind of like the frog in the boiling water thing. Like if you just turn up the heat a little bit, they won't notice. Yeah. So. But I think the crazy part is, is that it's been so normalized, at least where we live, to be like fans of these people. For example, like Ben Shapiro, um, Joe Rogan. <sighs> Who's another one? Those are the only two that I can really think of. Yeah. Um, just like it was like a few weeks ago that my one of my professors was talking about Joe Rogan, and he was like giving us examples, and I was like, "What the, f- what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on, man?" Literally, and. It was just like really weird because Joe Rogan's like an awful person. Like they don't even they, not, they don't even allow his stuff on Spotify anymore, do they? I don't think so. Because of like how awful it was. But yeah, he was just like being like, "Yeah, you guys need to do this, this, and this." And like because I saw this podcast with Joe Rogan, and I was like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and with with Ben Shapiro, I think the funniest part about Ben Shapiro is that people think that he is like an amazing debater in reality he uses logical fallacies like literally all the time and that doesn't necessarily make you a good debater Mm -hmm. it makes you a good manipulator um and being able to like talk over somebody and just like call someone an idiot doesn't make you a good debater which is my issue my biggest issue with ben shapiro is that when people are like he's just such a good debater nobody can ever defeat him in a debate and i'm like that's not no I can guarantee you there's a lot of people that can beat him in a debate. It's just a waste of time. Anyways, Ben Shapiro hit me up. <laughs> Trying to get into an argument. Anyways. But no, I just, like, I dealt with a lot of, like, the kids in my class. The same kid that said he was going to, like, shoot up the school and, like, nothing happened. Anyways, he used to talk about Ben Shapiro literally all the time. Like, he's in love with Ben Shapiro, and it's weird. It's, like, the same way that he's in love with Donald J. Trump. It's weird. It's so weird. It's like they're... They're not politicians anymore. They're, like, celebrities and, like, almost people that should be worshipped in their eyes. Yeah. Like, they expect you to worship them. And that's weird. And it's always people that are also Christians. Like, in the Bible, it says not to put another god before, you know, your own god. And, like, not to put anybody above your own god. It's not always, always but above. it's very frequently. And it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah, they like literally worship them. But I think it's so weird that like that's just become so normalized in politics. Is mm-hmm. that you like worship the politician? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'll be honest. I do not like Joe Biden. He was just me either better than Trump. Me either. You want to know who I liked? Bernie. Bernie fucking Sanders. Shout out. Love that man. Love Bernie Sanders. Anyways, um. It just feels like this whole thing in moving to radicalization is just going to lead to something really bad. Mm-hmm. Because it's not even just, like, the radical right. You know, the radical left. The name of the podcast. But, like, they exist, too. And they're, like, extreme, extreme. Like, more extreme than we are. Yeah, we just thought it would be funny to name it this. Because... We're not, like, radicalist, radical. But, like, but... compared to everybody around us, we're radical. Which is, like, weird. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we thought it was funny because people used to call us, like, the radical left. And so now... Libtard! Yeah, now we are 
the radical left. We took it, made it our brand. Anyways, but <clears throat> for on the Wikipedia article about this, it says the psychological factors of radicalization through the alt-right pipeline are similar to other forms of radicalization, including, including normalization, acclimation, and dehumanization. Normalization involves a trivialization of racist and anti-Semitic rhetoric. So basically, a cult. Basically a cult, yeah. But it's like they just make it normal to like make jokes about shit that's like you shouldn't make jokes about ever. Yeah. Like um, the, there, there should be another Holocaust for gay people. Yeah. Like, it's not funny. Yeah, but like it's a thing that's perpetuated by sites like 4chan and Reddit and Discord and all that kind of stuff, you know, 4chan and Reddit and Discord aren't all bad, but holy shit, when you get to the, like, dark corners of that shit, mm-hmm. you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. And it, like, starts out as a joke, I feel like, all the times, and then it just transforms into this, like, thing of its own, and, like, this insane, just hateful thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it just started out as, like, it's just a little haha, and then it's like, haha. I think when you joke about something, like, often and frequently enough, it becomes true. Like, if you joke about, like, for, like, a silly, goofy example, it's, like, people that joke about having a foot fetish, they're gonna have a foot fetish yeah. if they keep joking about it. Because it doesn't become, it, like, slowly just doesn't become a joke anymore. Yeah. For sure. Which is, it's, 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 it's weird. It's crazy. Like, just saying something that's dark humor while also ignoring the fact that, like, what you're saying is extremely bigoted is so fucking weird. Yeah. Because you can't just put, like, a dark humor glaze over being racist. That doesn't yeah. work. I feel like, uh, like, at our school, there was uh, multiple times where kids would see something so... Like, just, fucked? Like, yeah, so fucked. And then people would be like, haha. And then if they got in trouble, they'd like, I was just... It was just dark humor. Like, you guys need to take a Yeah, joke. me saying the hard art in word in class is just dark humor. Me calling those kids monkeys... It's just, it's just dark. funny. It's just funny. Have we told that story? No. This is the perfect time. I know. This is the perfect time. You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, so when was this? This is like end of middle maybe it was middle of senior year. It was like February junior. Yeah, so February, middle January, middle like okay. And these there's like okay, it's really sad. There's like three black kids at our school. And these two it wasn't even two, it was multiple kids called them all like monkeys. Yeah, to their face. To their face. And then they, like, told the principal about it. And they were like, ha, slap on the wrist. They were like, that's so funny. You're so silly. Like, Don't do it again. And they did. But it's mm-hmm. another problem. Or, like, um, the one time that I was sitting in government and this guy that I'm friends with, he was, like, talking to another guy and was talking about how they just kept calling. He's white, by the way. Just felt like I need to put that in there. But he's white. His friend loosely just kept calling him the n-word while he was lifting weights like derogatorily calling the n-word what the hell yeah i don't get i don't okay sometimes i really just don't get where we live because people just do that all the time and they get like no consequences which is why they keep doing it yeah i mean like we literally live in a sundown town so i don't know what we expect yeah but it was crazy it's that whole monkey like them calling them monkeys was fucking ridiculous the fact that they're gonna get in trouble for it like, it's just they've been, like, exposed since they were a young age to these ideals and ideologies, and then they just keep getting exposed mm-hmm. the more that they spend on the internet. And, like, I really think that it's important that when you're a young age to... 
be able to form your own ideas and opinions without being brainwashed into them. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be able to, like, decide for yourself what you want. And if, you know, you decide for yourself that you want to be a racist, bigoted, son of a bitch, whatever, that's your problem. I'm not dealing with it. You go do you. Whatever. You can go get shot by somebody in the future. That's not my problem. But, like, to be, like, a kid and, like, be saying that shit is really fucked to me. Because, like, there are, like, 13, 12-year-olds that will say shit like that. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know what you're saying. Um, last year, I was in... I I was, like, one of my classes was I had to go to, like, an elementary school, and I was, like, in one of the classrooms, and the teacher was telling me that last, like, the year before that, whenever COVID had hit, this kid was, like, this is, like, six, five, six, seven, I don't remember, but this kid was, like, it was, like, mask, like, they had to wear a mask, and he's, like, I'm not wearing a mask, like, my dad says that that is, like, it's all fake, and blah, 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 and I was, like, I don't think people realize that when they say shit, their kids are just gonna repeat it. And, like, they're creating this whole other, like, they're, this is a child. And so, I don't know. Because it's not only the internet sometimes. It's also, like, parents, like, pushing this on their young children. Like, young, impressionable children. And it's, it was, like, crazy to hear that, like, these kids are saying that. I just don't get it. Like, in, for either side, I think that you should let your kids form and make their own educated opinions. Because kids are a lot smarter than you think they are. Mm-hmm. And they're able to have a lot more like developed thought you just need to give them space to do it and like pushing ideas onto anyone is pretty fucked i'm gonna be honest with you like you should be able to have whatever opinion you want it's just you should also be able to deal with the consequences of that opinion Mm -hmm. that's my big thing is i don't care what opinion you have i don't care what you believe in that's go do you don't give a fuck but you should be prepared for the consequences of having that opinion because there are consequences to shit like that like, you can say, you can think that the N-word's just a word and whatever, you know? But then, boom, you're not going to college. Yeah, that's the consequences of that action. And I don't feel bad for you having consequences. Mm-mm. It's not my problem. You know? And I feel like that's the thing that gets misconstrued a lot. Is that, like, especially with, like, a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, you don't think I can have an opinion. No, I think you can have whatever opinion you want. I think you should just be, like... Like mindful. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be responsible for your opinion and the things that your opinion and your loud ass mouth is gonna bring you. Yeah. That's it's as simple as that, bro. I don't know what to say other than that. I think it's funny when people think that like somebody saying the N-word does not call for them to get punched in the face. Literally? Like whenever like like in the movies, whenever like a white guy was with the N-word and then like a black guy punches him in the face, you're like, What it's just a word. It's like no. It's not just a word, you know? It, there's like you, consequences you deserve to, that to get word. popped. Yeah, it's exactly like if you called, like, a dude a bitch. Like, if you were another dude, you called another dude a bitch. You're gonna get punched in the fucking face for that. And, like, no one's gonna argue about that. But when it comes to the N-word, people are gonna argue about it. And it just, it's like, you you should be responsible for your own actions. Mm-hmm. You're a grown-ass adult. You should be responsible for your decisions and your choices. And I'm not going to sit here and say that you can't make those decisions and you can't make those choices. You just should be fully prepared for what that's going to bring for you. And sometimes it's going to bring a fucking fist in your face. And that's okay. You just got to move on and deal with it. I don't know. Just the the fact that people are getting radicalized at such a young age is what really bothers me Mm -hmm. about the whole thing. It's literally like a cult, like you said earlier. It's literally a cult. Yeah. 
I really think that like the Donald Trump fan base has turned into the fan base. Yeah, I mean that's what they are. I mean at this point that's what they are. They're like K-pop fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they get so defensive. Um they have fan it, wars with uh the Joe Biden yeah. fans. <laughs> Although I do not think Joe Biden has fans like like, like supporters Trump like Trump does. No, he might. I mean, it's it's really turned into a cult and like we've like we were what it was 2016 when he first we got elected, grade. so we're like eighth grade, and we've just seen it progress from there. And it's gone. It's like crazy, how many kids, like even in our class, were like, Trump 2020. It's like, girl, you you are you five, can't even five vote. years old. <laughs> do you even know what day you're supposed to vote on? Like legitimately, like do you do you know that? And nine percent of the time, they do not. I mean, when I was that age, I. Didn't even care about politics because politics. <laughs> I was a child, yeah. like I didn't need to know what it was yet, and like maybe I should have, but like I was young, I shouldn't be like in love with Donald Trump at like like in eighth grade. It's weird. Yeah, you shouldn't have little posters on the wall that you kiss every night before you go to bed. Yeah, like those giant like Trump flags where like he's like, oh what he's something. He has, like, the tanks behind him, and he's, oh like, God. one of those, like, gladiators in his face. Those make me laugh so hard. And people just, like, fly them around unironically. It's hilarious. I don't know. You can express yourself however you want, but I will make fun of you forever idolizing, like, an old-ass man. Yeah. that's fucking hilarious. Yes. That'd be like if I just pulled up with, like, pictures of the fucking Queen of England. <laughs> and was just like, I... Queen of England 2026, like, come on, guys. I know she's dead, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, it's just hilarious. Like, legitimately hilarious. To yeah. Me. For them to be in love with this, like, po- politician. Yeah, he's also, like, 80. Yeah. So is, like, Biden. Which, you know what? We need to elect new... Young people. Young, like, women. Period. Period. Uh, it's It's really funny. Like, all these flags that there, there's in town. Like, oh my gosh. There's so many in our in our town. There's one that we drive past, like, every day. that says Trump won on it. And it's, like, when? Like, in 2016? Or, like, right now? Like, currently? We didn't even have an election. <laughs> or, like, there was one that was, like, Trump 2021. And I was, like, it's not even an election year. Yeah. And then, oh my god. All the people that turned their flags upside down when Biden won. Mm-hmm. And when everyone was just like, uh, people did it again on the August second vote, after it passed. I mean, it didn't pass, but after after everybody voted no, people were hanging their flags upside down, and I was like, oh, so you want women to die? Okay, 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 Sam, you can't even ejaculate anymore. You have to use Viagra <laughs> to get hard. You're like Seventy thousand so. years old. Stop. Let's not talk about it because you don't really have a you don't really have a right for that opinion. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. It's just funny. And yeah. so the alt-right pipeline, even though it's, like, scary, it also makes me laugh really hard. Yeah, just because of how crazy they are. Yeah, how, like, stupid they are. Yeah. It's just funny. It's legitimately just funny. Well, I feel like we went kind of all over the place. We do that a lot. I mean, we talked about the pipeline, like, a little bit. Yeah. But then it just kind of transpired into uh, Donald Trump, big, gay, homosexual man. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump, big gay homosexual man. That's honestly, we should put that on a shirt. Yeah. Our first merch, Donald Trump, <laughs> big gay homosexual man. Bars. Anyways. Um, um, 
Uh, I think we're going to end it here. Oh my here. gosh, wait. Should oh. we tell them about the surprise that we just got told? Okay, right now. So here's the surprise. My mom just told me that we have this extra room in our house, and she just told me she ordered a whole bunch of stuff to turn it into a podcast room. So hopefully, um, it this, next the, the no not next week because we have a surprise for next week. <laughs> um, hopefully it'll be it'll be better. So next week. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta re-record. Yes, the next week. Next week we have a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spooky. It's a spooky little surprise. Be prepared. Yeah. But yes, um, after that, hopefully we'll have a cute little podcast room and we'll post pictures on our Instagrams, maybe. Oh my god, should we make an official The Radical Left I think Instagram? we should. I think, pe- yes. Okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, follow The Radical Left Podcast on Instagram. Anyways, but. Yes, we went all over the place, especially right now, but. We're really excited to finally have a little area because we've just been recording in my sister's old room and that's why it was so echoey because there's nothing in there. And right now we're in my basement, so it's a little less echoey. But hopefully that room being cleaned out and having being like prepped and ready will be a lot better and it'll sound better, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. So look forward to that and also look forward to the next week because I'm really excited. Yeah, make sure to bring popcorn next week and get a little blanket, get nice and cozy when the episode comes out. Yes. So Ah, okay. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.